Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to Movember Radio. I'm Osher Ginsberg. This is a weekly conversation with one of the members of the Movember community who is passionate about changing the face of men's health. Movember is a community of over 5 million MoBros and Mo Sisters all around the world. Now, April is Testicular Cancer Awareness Month, and the Movember Foundation has launched an exciting campaign to raise awareness to get blokes to know thy nuts. Encouraging them to self-examine their testicles and get to know what's normal for your nuts. If you think there's something not quite right, then see a doctor. Now, Movember Foundation CEO and co-founder Adam Garoni is is kind of hijacking Movember Radio from me for Testicular Cancer Awareness Month, and he's interviewing some key people to raise awareness. This episode features Sam Gledhill, who is the Testicular Cancer Program's lead at the Movember Foundation. Now, Sam's a qualified nuclear medicine technologist. He is not a medical professional. He spent more than a decade treating and diagnosing patients with a variety of clinical problems, including cancer. It's a great chat. I hope you enjoy it. Okay, it's April, Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. We're at uh, Movember headquarters here in Melbourne, the home of uh, Movember, where it all started. Uh, And just a little bit of history before we get into uh, uh, the episode. When we started Movember, we uh, first gravitated toward prostate cancer because it... uh, was basically the equivalent of breast cancer in terms of the number of men that were impacted. Sadly, the number of men that died was roughly the same as um, those affected by breast cancer. So that became our um, initial cause and what we started to to fund. And in the early years, what we found was we had a lot of young guys doing Movember, growing moustaches, coming to uh, uh, our events. Um, And the most passionate were testicular cancer survivors. So we decided pretty early on to add testicular cancer as another uh, funded uh, cause. And um, April is Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. It's the first time the Movember Foundation is is doing an activation um, in the month to raise awareness uh, about this issue. So Sammy, you head up the programs here for testicular cancer. So let's start with the basics. Tell us a little bit about testicular cancer, what it is, who gets it, how common it is. Yeah, thanks, Ads. Um, 
Yeah, testicular cancer, not surprisingly, is a um, cancer of the testicles. So it follows the follow the name, a cancer of the testicle. Um, it's a disease that affects uh, obviously the testicle, testicles of uh, of young men. Um, it's a very rare um, cancer. It only accounts for around about one percent of all male cancers, um, but it does affect younger men. So it affects men uh, predominantly in the ages between fifteen and, and forty five. Um, those figures vary a little bit around the world depending on how each individual country measures their cancer um, statistics. So some countries might, the range will be slightly different than that, but it's generally accepted that uh, 15 to 45 is the peak incidence age mm. for testicular cancer. Um, it's a tumour uh, that starts in the testis or the testi, testicle and uh, it, broadly there are two sort of main groups of testis cancer, the seminoma and non-seminoma and then in the non-seminoma group there's a whole bunch of other sort of types of, of cancers. So there are, there are um, embryonal carcinomas, there are... Um, there are teratomas, yolk sac tumours, and then there are the there are those tumours that can form combinations of all of those um, types of tumours. So it's a very complex um, biology underlying the tumour, but in essence, it's a cancer that starts and grows in the testicle. Mm -hmm. um, but it is a rare disease; it only affects a very small number of men. So how would how would a guy know that he potentially has? Um, testicular cancer. So some of the things you want to look for, and I think the, the key message that we're trying to put forward through this uh, Testicular Cancer Awareness Month is that men need to know what feels normal and what mm -hmm. their testicles feel like in normal circumstances, and if things change, if, if you find any lumps, if you find there's a sudden increase in pain, yeah. or the testicles become tender, if there's a sudden influx of fluid in the, in the scrotum, um, or if you find that you've got lower abdominal pain, or things, mm -hmm. that, things are just a bit unusual, um, our recommendation is you get, get in front of a doctor and, and find a doctor you trust, get in front of them and ask them and, and seek their advice. A lot of the guys that I've spoken to that have had testicular cancer sort of explain this feeling of um, feeling heavy mm -hmm. and, and sort of this dull pain um, down there, which, which um, seems to be sort of a common thing. I, I think the, the key message, right, is that if, if you notice something um, abnormal or something doesn't feel right, just head straight to the Doctor. Absolutely, yeah. I think one of the things that men, um, and we, we know this from all of the research we do around men's health generally, but men are very reluctant to go and talk to a doctor about their problems. No. For something like testicular <laughs> cancer, um, we think it's really critical that as soon as you think something's a bit not quite right, get in front of a doctor and talk to them about yep. and discuss your problems. I think it's important to remember too that um, the vast majority of lumps and bumps and things that you find on your testy mm. are not cancer. Okay. So I think it was Cancer Research UK have said 94% of lumps and bumps are not cancerous. Um, but we've got to get in early and find the ones that are and treat them appropriately because the earlier you get treatment, the better the outcomes are. Fantastic. So um, what, what's the normal path where a guy you know, notices something, goes to the doctor and you know, gets the news that uh, it is testicular cancer? Like, what, what is the paths that normally happen then? So there's two, um, I think there's two real elements here. The first is that um, what happens is uh, the time between when you find a lump on your test, you go to your GP and he says, yeah, look, we better get that checked out. You go and have, usually you go and have an ultrasound um, and then you end up in front of a urologist and the urologist will say to you, yeah, look, I think, I'm sorry, I think you've got testicular cancer. Um, the very next step is to say, we need to take that testis out. And right. so what tends to happen, um, and certainly the experience we get from talking to, to Mobros who've gone through this, is that the time between when you get the news saying, yes, you've got testicular cancer, right. and you're on the, on the surgeon's table we're, you know, with a knife ready to go, 
is typically measured in hours, not days, not weeks. So you really don't get a great deal of time to think through and think through all of the questions that you want to ask. And you know, there's a real kind of urgency around the actual surgery itself. Um, so all men who have testicular cancer will have the testis removed. Um, they will remove the one that's got the cancer in it. And most mm. commonly, it's only in one can. It's only in one um, testis. So you don't have to have both testes removed. Um, and if you have one remaining and you just have the surgery, there's every chance you'll continue to go on to have normal fertility and have a good recovery. Um, depending on whether you then have chemotherapy or radiotherapy, there are other treatment options. Yeah, as well. right. And, and the guys I've spoken to that have had testicular cancer, that there has been a combination. Some just have the surgery. Some have the surgery with um, chemotherapy as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And that, and that depends on um, a whole host of factors, and that includes um, what stage of the disease um, you, okay. will you present with. So if you already present with lymph node um, participation or if the, if the cancer's already spread outside of the testis cancer, then obviously the treatment has to be a little bit more aggressive in order to capture that. So c- coming into the month, um, we decided to do some research around um, the level of understanding the community have, uh, young guys have around testicular cancer. And... Can you just sort of top line, what, what was the outcomes? Yeah, it, unfortunately, the, the research we, um, we undertook confirmed all of our suspicions that men, um, by and large, don't think that this is a problem that, that is really a problem for them. So we targeted men who are aged between 18 and 45. All right, so just to reiterate again and, and to emphasise, so that's the core age where Absolutely. you're likely to get yeah. testicular cancer. And okay. surprisingly, only around a quarter of people identified that they were in the age group that were at highest risk. So um, that's concerning that people think this is really, that cancer is a disease for older men, and this one is certainly not. And although it's rare, the peak age is a very, very young age group. Mm. Um, we also found that men around about 75%, and this was consistent across um, Australia, the US, Canada and the UK, was that men don't like to feel their own nuts currently. And so we found that roughly 75%, give or take, uh, nearly three quarters, either never have or don't know what a testicular self-examination is. Right. And so part of the aim this month is to um, obviously bring awareness to the issue um, for guys and to encourage them to well the campaign theme is know their nuts yeah absolutely is, is. And, and we're very keen to make men comfortable to check their own nuts make them comfortable to check their testes do a self-examination and really get to know what feels normal and then the important step is if something doesn't feel normal or if something changes be comfortable after go and find a doctor and get some good um, advice from your GP you know, it's funny, as we were contemplating the month and what we do and how do you bring awareness to, to the issue, um, it was my brother and, and myself, so Trav is one of the other co-founders of Movember, and this actually happened um, a few months ago where, unfortunately, our dad had a, uh, a heart attack and he, he was in hospital and, and going through all sorts of complications. He, he's fine now, but we were sitting there and the old man was um, wired up to all these machi- machines and, and sleeping and, and Trav and I were just having a chat around this month and what we do and uh, you know, we're going alright the best place to check yourself is in the shower um, and we did a partnership where we had a soap on a rope previously so we thought let's create um, our own soap on a rope in the shape of uh, some testicles so the sort of the core product for this month and, and the way we're hoping to raise awareness is uh, our very own Movember soap on a rope in the shape of uh, testicles. So do you want to talk us through 
Yeah, well, thank, thanks for handing that project over to me, Adam. That was uh, that was good of you. Um, and uh, you'd be surprised how um, how straightforward and complex importing testicular shaped soap is into into four countries around the world. But we're very proud of our um, Know Thy Nuts uh, soap on a rope. It's uh, it's a really great activation. And you're absolutely right. In the shower, where things are nice and warm and the, you know, everything can kind of relax and and, and yeah. find a nice natural space, it's a really good space to uh, to check your check your nuts, give yourself a, a, an examination. And just see that thing. Check in and see that things are, are, are carrying on nicely. Um, so the soap's available through our online store. You can hit Movember.com and uh, and navigate your way to the store and buy yourself a pair of your very own custom pair of uh, of Movember soap on a rope testicles. And, and yeah, the the idea being that the the soap being shaped um, like testicles will give you an idea of what it should feel like. Obviously smooth. Um, and then the the benefit of it is that once you've done the test, you can wash yourself with. Uh, Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Um, Movember's uh, testicle-shaped soap for yep. the next month or, or Absolutely. so. Absolutely. Um, they're a great initiative, and it's a, it's a really uh, unique and interesting novelty item, and uh, and we'd encourage all men to get out and uh, get yourself a pair through the store. Um, great soap and uh, and a great activation and a really good reminder to, to periodically check in and just make sure that you know yeah. what, what's going on downstairs. So... Let's bring it back to what we're trying to achieve um, with testicular cancer in, in sort of the research space. So like a lot of things with um, Movember in the early days, we sort of went with the flow, went with our gut feeling around, focused on prostate cancer, then testicular cancer, and then um, suicide prevention for, for guys was the third cause we added. Um, so as you mentioned, testicular cancer, um, it is a rare disease, but it does affect young men. Um, the good news is that the survival rate is around 95%. Um, so when you sort of look at that, you know, um, why is it that, you know, we are focused on this from a research point of view? What, what is our, what are we trying to do with, with this disease? It's, um, yeah, testicular cancer, like you're absolutely right. It's, it's a rare disease, doesn't affect a lot of people, um, and it, but it affects young people. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
and importantly, uh, many of them survive, um, which is great, you know, better than 95% survival rate in this disease. Um, but what that means is that when you look at it from a, from a social problem point of view, when you compare it to something like breast cancer or prostate cancer, where you've got much, much larger numbers of men that are affected and women that are affected, and the survival rates aren't as great, then they're the really urgent needs that government needs to intervene on. And so you find that when you look through what particular types of cancer get government funding, mm -hmm. prostate and breast is always at the top of the list. Um, testis cancer and testicular cancer, um, way down the bottom. You know, we're sort of fourth and fifth from the bottom in terms of how much support we get from government agencies. Because it's seen as being one of the great success stories of modern oncology. You know, you can present with a, with a cancer, you receive a treatment, uh, the surgery and or the chemotherapy will fix you in the vast majority of cases. But that's exactly why Movember needs to get involved. Because it's not a big enough problem that major funders such as governments and, and DOD in the US will, will support because they've got bigger fish to fry. They need, right. to, they need to really look at what the big social problems are, lung cancer, prostate cancer, breast cancer. Um, and so testicular cancer kind of gets the, is, is kind of the forgotten cancer, one of the forgotten cancers. And so people like Movember who have a really strong interest and a really strong passionate belief that those few percentage of men who don't survive are the ones who we need to fight very hard for. Um, they're, they're the reason why we need to fund this disease uh, and why we need to better investigate it. In terms of your question around what are we trying to achieve, um, we're trying to achieve a, a couple of things and the strategy that we've um, implemented and that's now gone through our board and is approved for us to follow um, has four kind of main uh, aims are main, main themes. The first is that uh, testicular cancer is a relatively poorly understood cancer. We know how to treat it, we know how to, how to fix it in the vast majority of cases, but what we don't know is why some men have a disease that comes back, why some men aren't responsive to treatment, and what's different about those tumours biologically compared to those that respond well to treatment and are easy to fix. So we need to better understand the biology of the disease. So we're funding biomedical research to better understand why some um, tumours behave the way they do. And then I assume beyond that, how do we then tailor treatment options to to combat that cancer yeah, that has come back? Absolutely. So the, the, the second and third strings of our strategy are looking at long-term survivorship. And so there are some... Um, there are some long-term effects of particularly chemotherapy okay. that, uh, that can be pretty damaging in, well into the lives of men once they've sort of continued beyond into the journey of, of survivorship beyond cancer. And so we're investing in a bunch of things to help men through that process. And part of that will be identifying better therapies or identifying better ways of managing the way people approach therapy and not giving people the chemotherapy if they don't really need it and identifying who needs the chemotherapy ahead of time to go into it. And the other, the other angle to that is this kind of emerging field. Um, it's been going on for a very long time but it's only really hitting mainstream now in this, in this field called psycho-oncology where you look at the psychosocial and the psychological impact of, of being a cancer survivor and what that means. Right, and I guess that's particularly important for, for young men um... Um, that are diagnosed with this, what does it mean for their fertility um, in, in the longer term and, and things in that nature? Yeah, like that. absolutely. And th there is some evidence um, um, coming out of Europe currently that men who have testicular cancer, uh, amongst other cancers, but predominantly those that have testicular cancer because they're so young, when they get to be later in life and they're looking at things like getting a bank loan, getting a home loan, um, you know, getting life insurance, these become problematic for men and okay. they're just everyday activities for most people, but it becomes more onerous and difficult for men who've gone through a cancer journey. And so there's, there's an opportunity for us and a need for us, I think, to really support those men through that part of their life. Uh, and the final piece that we're looking at in terms of our strategy is really looking at how we can best support men 
at the time of diagnosis? Because I mentioned earlier that there is um, this really rapid transition from being in the in the urologist's office saying I've got a testis cancer to being in the surgeon in the in the operating theater and having your surgery done. That's a really rapid process, and so we're looking at ways that we can sort of give people give men really curated, highly accurate, evidence-based research and support through that period of their journey because they don't get a lot of time to be, you know, seeking out other men and asking questions. I don't even know what questions to ask. So, you know, providing support through that process is a really important piece. So, November now is, is, um, um, if not the largest, one of the largest funders now of testicular cancer research. And, And one thing that I'm certainly really proud of um, is our ability to connect researchers from around the world who, for the most part, didn't even know each other existed, um, that were working on the same challenges and facilitating collaboration, and, and we call it our global action plan. And so just in the testicular cancer space, like, um, can you just give us you know, some top line around you know, how many people have we got globally uh, working on this particular issue you know where are they from and, and yeah so we've got a couple of projects running under our gap um, under our gap program and uh, and a couple in development so um, the gap five project is one that uh, is well in well in market now and we're working with um, dozens of people around the world on two particular um, sub projects as part of gap five and one of them is a really exciting global clinical trial that is going to look at when men have a have testicular cancer that has been treated with chemotherapy and then comes back again, so that's relapsing testicular cancer. Um, there's a couple of treatment options currently that are accepted worldwide. Um, we're, we're funding a global clinical trial to really try and understand um, which of those there which of those treatment options is the best and which gives the best survival outcome to men who have this disease come back. Um, that's a really um, it's a difficult large multinational clinical trial and it's funded by the NCI in America uh, and Canada and uh, and will be delivered through the Alliance for Clinical um, Trials and Oncology but the problem is that the because it's a fairly rare cohort there's not a lot of men out there who fit the bill for this trial so what Movember has done is come in and said well we are going to fund the European and Australian arm of the TIGER trial it's called um, and that will provide 250 patients into the trial um, that we probably wouldn't have been able to get through the US through the US and Canada alone. So really, um, even though we're only funding half of the trial, it wouldn't have been able to proceed without the Movember involvement on the other half. And that's something we're particularly proud of. And that is linking researchers from 10 different countries through Europe as well as Australia and New Zealand into that clinical trial. Um, The other part of the GAP5 project is a translational research piece, which is a biomedical research trying to understand, as I mentioned before, understand the biology of the disease. Why do some of these tumours act differently to other ones? Why are some of them responsive to treatment? Why are some of them not? Why do some come back and others don't? And really trying to understand at a real cellular level what's going on um, with these tumours. And there's uh, there's nine or ten researchers around the world from Canada, the US, um, the UK, um, Denmark and the Netherlands and here in Australia all contributing to that project to really try and better understand why it is that some diseases, uh, some tumours respond and others don't. Okay. Fantastic Sammy, I always love your passion. <laughs> um, you are the testicle man at, at Movember driving um, 
all this research from a project management point of view, but uh, <clears throat> also heading up Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. So just to, uh, to wrap this, just um, remind everyone um, signs, symptoms and what people, uh, what, what men out there should do. Yeah, well, the, the, the simple call to action for this month is know thy nuts. So what we want men to do is feel comfortable getting to know what feels normal downstairs, get to know, get to know your nuts, get to know what is, how they feel, how they react. Um, and if anything changes, be comfortable enough to seek out some medical advice. That's the absolute most important right. message for us is okay. know thy nuts, get to know what feels normal, and most importantly, seek some help. Get, go to a doctor and talk to them about your, problem, about your concerns if anything doesn't feel normal. Um, if you notice there are, you know, there are lumps uh, or there's a bit of pain, or there's a sudden increase in fluid or you know, any, any of those sort of changes or a dull, a dull ache in your abdomen is, is often an early sign of testicular cancer as well. Um, feel comfortable to go and see your doctor. Remember that most of the time it's not testicular cancer. So the vast majority of the time you'll go to your doctor and it'll all be okay. Right. But if it's not okay, you need to be in front of the doctor as soon as you can to make sure you get the best possible outcome. Fantastic, Sammy. We'll put a link to um, the, uh, the soap on a rope in uh, the, the um, link to the podcast. Mate, thank you so much for uh, sharing uh, all that's going on in the, uh, the world of Know Thy Nuts. My pleasure. That was Sam Gladhill in conversation with Movember Foundation CEO and co-founder of Movember, Adam Garoni. You'll note that Sam isn't a medical professional, but he is obviously very, very knowledgeable and is of great help to the Movember Foundation. You can support Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in many ways. Check out movember.com to find out more about the Know Thy Nuts campaign. There's limited edition Movember soap on a rope in the shape of testicles. It's available to buy as an ideal reminder to check your nuts when you're in the shower. We've also got your nuts covered with Movember and RTLD underwear available from the Movember store. Thank you so much for listening. You can listen to other episodes of the show at movemberradio.com. Find us on SoundCloud or in iTunes. Uh, this episode was produced by Lavanya Nagendran, uh, executive produced, of course, by Adam Garoni, myself, Roger Ginsberg, and audio production on this show was done by Daryl Misson. Music was by Toe Hider. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 